It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. The cow. What's up, gents? Another day. Sitting here all day refreshing this uh, new arrivals page waiting for Patina Sumatra to appear. Where at? Small batch. Oh, yeah. They they do have it. They just haven't put it up yet. That's why I'm refreshing. <laughs> there was a uh, unfortunate occurrence on our end, not theirs, that delayed the shipment. So, yeah, it's not their fault. No, I didn't. I'm imagining they were screwing anything up, but they probably have it now. And yeah. Now I'm refreshing. Unfortunately, uh, you spend just as much time post PCA working on getting stuff out as you did getting ready for PCA. Uh, or like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, people have an idea that like, okay, once the show's over, you can kind of like breathe a little bit, but it's like kind of like the opposite. Yeah, because you you know you want to like try to build on the momentum of the show, and not only that, but especially like a lot of show orders, like they'll have like special instructions, like don't ship in tow or ship when this or ship, you know. Um, so getting all that right and everything is, you know, is always uh, always a little bit of a challenge. So it means you but. did something right at the show, though, right? Otherwise, if you didn't have anything to do after. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like so I ended up having my best show ever, and that's not including the Sumatra because most of that was pre-ordered anyway. Um, in in anybody, I really didn't do. I really didn't open a, a lot of new accounts. I think a few, um, and in, um, but yeah, man, mostly just existing customers that re-upped and ended up being pretty good. So. I was shocked because from a from like a customer visiting me like perspective, it felt like nobody fucking came to the booth. Like I don't I don't even know how it happened. I really don't. I couldn't tell you. Because well, honestly, people who felt, came bought, then who cares, right? I agree, but I didn't realize it that you know it kind of like starts to add up a little bit, and like you don't realize it because I don't look at people's orders when they're sitting there writing it down. I don't. If they have a question, I'll answer it, but I don't like sit there and hover over them and shit, you know? And then I literally yeah. just take it and give it to the Sutliff people. I don't even look at it because like, I don't want to like get in my head about stuff. You know what I mean? I just want to keep playing the game. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of just, I literally left that show and I'm like, this is my worst show since my first year. That's how I felt leaving it. And the money came in. <laughs> yeah, and then I, then I was wrong. But, I mean, it's just weird, man. And, like, that's, like... So this brings me to something else I wanted to talk about a little bit today because I've been getting this question a lot from people, um, especially now that the Sumatra has really started to... Um, the feedback across all the retailers that have gotten it and have put it in people's hands... Uh, at least more than a few of them are already ready for a reorder, which is pretty incredible. 
especially for a brand like Patina. Usually it's like, I'll see you next year, you know? Yeah, that's uh, mm. uh, So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... I've been getting a lot of questions like of people that have been messaging me or asking about like, you know, Oh, do you have any retailers in X? Do you have any retailers in Y? And I, and this kind of goes back a little bit to what we talked about last week. There are a lot of areas for whatever reason, we've had a really hard time breaking into, um, Florida, impossible. Uh, you know, at least on you know we have Cigar Hustler and then um, uh, come smoke with us in Miami, but that's like about it, right? Um, uh, the Northeast, I mean, even New York, New Jersey, uh, it's been very difficult. Um, Texas has been very difficult. Uh, California, so a lot of these bigger ones, unfortunately, have been very difficult, and that's where I get a lot of these questions from, right? And I'm, and I guess I'm just going to go back to what I said last week. Like, if you really want your retailers to carry it or whatever, so it's easier for you to purchase or quicker for you to get, you have to go in there and you just have to keep bothering them about it. And the more that they hear it, and the more people that go in and do it, the more likely they are to bring it in at some point. But you know, I, I apologize. It's just, it's very hard to get for whatever reason, the brand in the shops. It just really is. So. Hmm. Well, and I don't know. You can always buy it from shops that have it. You don't mm-hmm. even have to order online if you want to get, uh, you know, if you want to support like a mom and pop shop. There's plenty of them that have patina. Oh, yeah. And they ship, too. So. You know, and I, you know, I don't have really a huge online presence. I mean, Small Batch, Atlantic. Uh, Cigar King and Little Guy Cigar Shop are really the big ones. Um, and then Rudy's now, which is a, a mom and pop shop in Fort Wayne, Indiana, who also has an online shop. They have Patina on there. Um, Black Lion Luxuries, which is the online arm of Harrisburg Baron Cigar in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's another one. So you got a website where people can go find out. All those yes. pages, right? All those uh, absolutely places. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So we'll be updating that soon. Uh, the person who helps me do that has been very patient with me as I try to get it all down right and correct. <laughs> People should go check it out, though, right? Like, yeah, I know where to buy. Yeah, absolutely. From what I've heard from a lot of people, that's the only page that anybody actually cares about on most uh, cigar manufacturer sites. 150%, bro. <laughs> like, when's the last time any of us went to a cigar manufacturer site looking for anything besides where can I buy this damn thing? Or occasionally, yeah. <laughs> like, what's the blend, right? But even then, yep, you go to like half wheel or coop exactly. or something. <laughs> huh, yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just thought that's funny. Oh, it's so true, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me into. Anyway, good stuff. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, let's go to a question from Yogi. Let's do it. Let's jump right into it. Uh, he had he had two questions this week. He sent one one to you, Mo. Uh, you get in your car. What is your go-to music? 
<laughs> I've been listening to podcasts a lot. Really? What what podcasts? Really? Uh in the on the drive. Uh book audiobooks or podcasts. Okay. Uh I don't know, random stuff. Weird, random. I mean, I don't know. Joe Rogan, Jocko, uh Meat Eater podcasts. Uh I don't know. Hey, how often does he I don't listen to Joe Rogan, not that I have anything wrong with Joe Rogan. I just I don't really I don't listen to podcasts, but he does he like mention foundation a lot on his podcast? Uh, I don't know. Because they, you know, like Foundation uh, made a cigar for him. No, I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard him mention it. I haven't listened to one of his lately, like the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he is sometimes smoking cigars on there, sometimes other stuff, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes cigars. Mm-hmm. Um... Normally him, I listen, um, if it's somebody else I want to hear. I mean, I, I like oh, his, I gotcha. his format, but normally I I don't tune in every week to his. Gotcha. And even all the podcasts that I listen to, I don't tune in every week because I don't, uh-huh. I don't, uh, Joe Rogan, three hours. I don't, I don't drive. I mean, I don't drive that much to be able to listen to three hours of podcast. And then right. if I try to continue it at work. I get uh, to doing something and focused on that, and then I blank out and I'm like, uh, "Great!" I just ignored the last you know ten minutes of this podcast, so I turn it off and go on. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I found I, myself I, subscribing to more podcasts, but not listening to yes. them anymore. Market has played, get it off the list. If yes. I don't want to listen to it. Yep, that's pretty much what I do. And then if one catches my attention, I'll listen to it. I may or may not finish it, but I'll go to the next one. Yeah, I haven't done music in weeks now. Hmm. Yeah, I really don't listen to music in the car anymore. I mostly listen to sports talk radio or uh, with baseball season, I listen to White Sox games or even Cub games. So I guess one of the advantages of having two teams in your city. But yeah. Both teams lose at once. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked the question? Yogi? Yogi. What does he listen to? Uh, I know he listens to us. Did he not? Did he not, yeah. did he not say? He didn't answer the question. Well, answer the question, Yogi. He, he uh, in some of his posts, he'll post what he's playing in his car. He's got a pretty wide range of stuff that he plays. Nice. Kyle, what about you? Depends. If the kids are in the car, we listen to their stuff. So, <laughs> random shit. Um, if I'm picking, I'm probably picking something in the, the rock genre of one version or another, right? Not country. Okay. What? Yeah, what? I mean, I'll go, was... I'll go anywhere from classic rock to metal, anywhere in there. Mm-hmm. So, who, it just depends who on Who are the some of your metal picks? Uh, it's not so much bands i like certain songs okay so, fair enough. yeah 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 well like you can't go wrong with with you know things in like the slipknot type of the world the Mudbane mm-hmm. type of the world that whole mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of my jam sure 
Hmm. Mud vein. I actually have this uh, the CD of just cows mooing for hours. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Wouldn't that be cool? Does, no. Does that not get you all amped up while you're driving and you're like road rage? The cows or the music? The music. Oh, I mean, it gets you gets you amped up, but not so much road rage. No. No. Bad drivers do that. Wow, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. Dude, dude, I was driving through South Carolina the other week. The entire state drives in the left lane. You have to pass in the right lane, assuming there's nobody going even slower in the right lane. Yep. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Like, like it's what people say bad drivers do in every state. Yeah. It's the only state I've been in where they actually do it. Mm-hmm. Like, what state was there? 70, South Carolina? Go- South Carolina, yeah. Uh, speed limit 70. You're going 71 in the left lane, right? Sounds about right. And then in the right lane, every now and then there's somebody going 50. If you want to get past anybody, you've got to take your chances of weaving through the right lane and getting around people. And if you move over to that right lane, you are fucked because there's a line of people doing 70 miles an hour in the left lane for like ever. You're never getting back over. It was the most infuriating place I've ever driven. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Wasn't South Carolina? It could be a British influence. Well, it's I-26 specifically. So if anybody lives near there has ever driven down there, it is a utter hellhole. Wasn't the first American, uh, you guys are maybe more historical buffs than I used to be, but um, wasn't South Carolina the first settlement? Jamestown, wasn't that in South Carolina? Wasn't that Virginia? Virginia? Is that what it was? That's what I was thinking, but I don't know. Well, South Carolina was one of the first ones, right? So maybe they still think they drive on the other side of the road or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. You know what, Drewfus? I don't know if it's stupidity or selfishness or it's maybe self- a combination of both. Yeah, it, it probably is. They're not stupid, but. Yeah, a lot of selfishness for sure. It's obliviousness when you're driving. They're just doing some of that too. We talked about this, dude. Like, think about how, I mean, traffic patterns are completely thrown off now because of people on cell phones. If you have thirty cars in traffic and they're each driving three miles slower than maybe they normally would because they're trying to text on their phone or maybe even five miles slower, that's going to throw shit off. Those are the ones that are weaving all over the road, too. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking scary, man. Yeah. We have a guy at work. This is funny. <laughs> He's rear-ended people many times. I don't know, two or three times. He's in a wreck like every year. Um, So he, he rear-ends somebody. This is maybe two years ago, three years ago. I can't remember now. He comes to work, and all of us are like, <laughs> were you playing on your phone? Because we've all passed him on the highway, and he's playing on his phone. Oh my God. The whole way to work. I passed him the other day, dude, on his phone. Uh-huh. It, it's like a... 
God, it's an addiction for him. It sure is, man. And it's crazy. Like, you, like what is so important? You're not on. You're not on. Uh, you know, uh, a, a twelve-hour drive across the country. Not all these people. They're they're headed ten or fifteen minutes home. What what is so important? Sexton dick pics or something. <laughs> she doesn't want to see that. Knock it off and drive. Fun stuff. I don't know. A lot of them. They always Crazy. get pissed at you too when uh, no. when you call attention to it. Like you're the one in the wrong. And it was like, what? Yep. What? <laughs> right. You're over there trying to kill people. <laughs> I'm just saying it. My uh, my wife the other day had a we have a uh, it's like a two lane to a three lane um, deal and this car comes over the hill at her in her lane she's able to swerve over into the third lane the lady can like throws up her arm she says and continues in her lane keep heading into traffic. But the lady was like pissed, and it was like you're in the wrong lane. You've crossed, <laughs> you've crossed the double yellow lines, and you're in my lane. <laughs> and now you're mad at That's me crazy. for driving in my correct lane. <laughs> it's fucking incredible, dude. There's so much of that. It's uh, I don't know, I don't know why it's getting worse, or I just think it's getting worse, but. I'm I'm getting older. That's what it is. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Are you at that point now? Uh, man, a couple years ago, the neighbors started... I, I might have brought this up on the podcast. Maybe not. If I did, tune this out. Our neighbors... No, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Our neighbors started parking, <laughs> and one of their kids or girlfriends, kids, kids, girlfriends, whatever, started parking in front of our house. And oh that's when I knew it was like, it would piss me off. I'm like, why the hell am I pissed about this car parking in front of our house? <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't just that they're parking in front of our house. There would be no cars in front of their house or in their driveway. And they would park in front of our house. <laughs> it's like, well, I, like, I get it. If, if your driveway is full in front of your house is full and then you parked in front of ours. Okay, fine. But she's like living there or something now because she's always parked. I bet if I looked outside, she'd be parked in front of our house. That's like her permanent parking spot in front of our house. Is it? Okay, so. But you know what's worse is when they park directly across from the driveway. Yes. They're begging to be hit. Yes. There's an old lady that lives across the street, and occasionally she has... I don't know, guests, visitors, something. And our driveways like almost match up and then they'll park in the little gap. Mm-hmm. And it's like right in the way. Yeah. And yeah. And then I can't even pull in our driveway because they're in the way. Yeah. Pisses me off too. But that's got to be a, a just not oblivious thing, right? Either a selfish, oblivious thing or just oblivious. Like, I don't give a fuck I'm parking here. Or just, a, oh, that's the house. Boop. 
I'm parking here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what it is more so. <laughs> I'm sure it is, but God, people pay attention to more than pay attention to where you're at and what you're doing. <laughs> Live in the moment a little bit. I have noticed that yeah, a lot about like a lot some people. <sighs> I, people are always, they're never present. Well, a lot of people. True. That's true. They're always looking for something else. They're always like, they show up to work. They're always looking for lunch. They're looking for going home. They're looking, what? Uh, not everybody. Our group is really good, actually, but just an example. But there's there's some people that are like that, that it's like, bro. Yeah, just live here right now. <laughs> yeah, go to a sporting event. No one's even fucking watching the game. They're, they're, they're taking playing, pictures. Playing on their phone, taking pictures. Paying pay, like like how about you just like enjoy watching the game? No, I can't. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. Everything's a fucking photo op now. Everybody, you know, thinks they're a fucking model. You know what people have become really, really bad at speaking of this is uh RSVPing to anything. Yeah, that's pretty okay. terrible too. Right, because you never know when something else is gonna come up or if you just don't wanna do it or whatever and then well, it, it makes it really hard to plan anything because nobody RSVPs to anything anymore. It used to be that that was how you did it. But now it's like the world is full of options. We only... Good thing I don't believe in planning. We, yeah, we've, uh, because of our gender reveal and baby shower, we've dealt with this. And then we've, we've had some parties in the past, uh, and we had this couple friends that the female would... The, the the male would show up the female for whatever reason like to leave her options open and she'd be like oh I'm I'm busy that day and it's like you're you're busy at 8 p.m. yeah I've got a uh, a breakfast with <laughs> whoever <laughs> it's like wait a second so you're you're busy at like 8 in the morning and you can't come at, you know, two or three in the afternoon or whatever. But she'd do that a lot. And So at what point do you just say, okay, this woman really just doesn't like to hang out with us. Probably stop inviting her. Um, we're, we're still nice and we invite only because we want to hear the excuse. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of become fun. This last time we, at, like, we invited them. And they're like, oh, we're going to be gone that day. I don't know where vacation or something and so we both talked and me and my wife and we're like let's see are they really gonna be because what she'll do is be like oh i'm busy that day and then she'll post like her breakfast her brunch that she was at and then later she'll post something about like oh i'm just hanging out at the pool (laughs) (laughs) or i'm sitting on the couch binging this next netflix show so she'll. It's all. It's all connected. She right? won't even that's cover just it. Another version of this. Oh yeah, she won't even cover it, and it's like, let's see what she says next. We don't care. It's it's hilarious just to see her excuse and then what she's actually doing now. Yeah. This is the same yeah. individual that thought uh, Alaska and Hawaii were next to each other. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> You mean they're not? <laughs> Go back a few podcasts to that one if you don't know. <laughs> I heard that you yeah, see Russia from Alaska. Oh, Jesus. And Hawaii, apparently. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stand on top of those volcanoes and gaze yeah. at Russia. <laughs> yeah, I can see Japan from the top of the volcano in Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, it's all the same not wanting to be present in the moment not wanting to commit to anything because then you'd have to be present at the thing right like it's it's all fucked up fuck I even get anxious uh, committing to going on work trips do I really want to do this I'm kidding well you know the answer is no for that yeah, well, no, the, 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 you know, you know what you're getting into. I mean, that's just part of the deal. Why are, yeah, well, because your boss is such a dick. Yeah. Fucking why are people, why are people afraid to say, no, I don't really want to do that? <laughs> I think they don't want to hurt people's feelings, but they actually end up hurting their feelings more. Right? Yeah, I could see somebody that really cares about something like that or really thinks this person is a friend or whatever. Yeah. And being like... What the hell? Yeah. I, um, and you guys may agree or disagree. I, I don't know. But as we've gotten older, I feel like most friendships are more predicated on lifestyle similarities than they are on a genuine like liking of the other person that you're quote unquote friends with. Like it depends it's on more, the other person, but that's usually where it starts at least, right? Yeah, like yeah. I feel like it's more of a situational friendship than it is like like I know people that if they didn't have the same income, like, general area, there's zero chance they would ever fucking hang out with each other. Like, if, if like, you start to, like, and, and again, in ever since I started Patina, I've been phased out of completely anything that costs money to actually do. But for the most part, I noticed that a lot of people will, will start to hang out based on income levels. Like you just, you hang out with the people that could afford to do what you can, that you like to do. Yeah. That makes sense though. Yeah. Or even a shared hobby or something. If there's something that pulls Hob- together. Ho- right. Hobby's different. Assuming that they could afford to do your hobby. Now, cigar smoking, for example, is something that almost anybody can do to, you know, within, uh, I mean, really, I mean, depending on what you want to spend on a cigar, but almost pretty much anybody could do it. It's not like the, you know, Europe or the Middle East or Asia. But yeah, I was trying to bring it back to cigars a little bit, though, so we talk about it at least a little. On the yeah, 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 no, but, fuck because, cigars. No, but, but but that's why I love cigars. We've talked about this. How there's nothing in the world that could bring people together like cigars. Yeah, but to get to your point, though, like there's yeah. probably people you see at the cigar shop where you're happy to see them at the cigar shop. Yeah. But if if one of you stopped smoking cigars, you'd never see each other again and never each other Absolutely. That's getting to your point. That's what I was trying a- to say. Yeah, absolutely. And there's probably people that, you know, that you would hang out with outside of there, and that's fine, mm-hmm. too. But that's the situational piece you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Like the days of like, that's my boy. We hang out. That's my best friend. Like those, at least at this age, 
that I just don't see that as much. It's all about does this person fit in my life in some way? Am I able to do the things that I enjoy doing? And I guess this person's tolerable enough to do it with. I see a well, lot now more. Now I understand that. how you feel about the podcast, Mo. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It all makes sense. Listen, man, I all my friends that I still have, I've been friends with since I was like in eighth grade or sixth grade. So <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, it's wild, dude. All right, let's dive into another yogi topic. That one was fruitful. Uh, this one may be just as fruitful. It won't be. Um, his question, you ready? Yep. Uh, which is the better cookie, Oreos or Chips Ahoy? Oreos. Uh, hang on a second. What are you thinking about it? No, sorry. Uh, okay, so oh, okay. here's what I would say about that. Here's what I would say about that. I I, I go Oreo because of quality. I, when you're talking mass-produced, whatever, the quality of an Oreo, I think, is way better than a Chips Ahoy. But if you're talking about Oreo versus a really good chocolate chip cookie, I'm taking a chocolate chip cookie. I don't know if that makes sense. But in this instance, I'm going Oreo. But so you're I, going I Oreo for the question. But you would you would take a home baked good chocolate chip cookie over all of them. Yes, I would. In general, I'm more of a chocolate chip cookie person. But if I'm going Chips Ahoy or Oreo, I got to take Oreo because of the quality. But if it's maybe a different kind of chocolate chip cookie, I'd go with that. I can see the logic there. Anybody who would answer this question with Chips Ahoy has something wrong with them. In my They're not good. <laughs> no, Oreo is like legit good. Get that double stuff in there. So uh, Oreos are fantastic. Now, do you guys like the chocolate Oreos or just the sure. original? I haven't had. I them. love that chocolate double stuff. That's what your mom said. <laughs> um, we bought some for work. Uh, it's been a couple months ago now, and a huge. Huge letdown on the Chips Ahoy. What, what? Chips Ahoy. Okay. Just just not a good cookie. I mean, they, I taste, they taste cheap and thrown together. Yeah. And, like, highly processed. Yes, they, they taste fake. Yes. They taste like, uh, like, they have, like, these keto brownies or keto yes. whatever. Yes. That's yes. how it is. Yeah. Not good. We did the uh, mustard on a cookie. I think we've talked about that oh, before, too. Oh, yeah. Did, why? Why? Yeah. Why did we do it? Said he likes yeah. it. How good. is it? It's good. Really? But we talked about it at work, and the guys were wanting to do it, so I picked them up, and we did them on a Friday for mustard on a cookie. Some people said uh, sour cream. I could see that. Which is, uh, sure. But it, I, I don't. I won't go that route because I don't like sour cream. But mustard on a cookie's good. It definitely <laughs> made the Chips Ahoy better. You like that salty cream. But we did uh, Oreos as well with them. With sour cream? 
Isn't that wet with mustard? How was that? It's good. Really? Yeah. Give it a shot, Mo. I don't see that happening. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a shot. Good. Maybe. I don't do cookies pretty much ever. Um, but I did them at work. I, I guess my wife bakes some at holidays and stuff. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, mustard on a cookie just, I'm like trying to envision that. And I like, I can't. It's like ketchup on a hot dog. Just eat it. Oh, that's weird. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't put ketchup on a cookie or a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> but mustard. Dude, you, you can put mustard on anything. I guess. Anything. Anything, you say. <laughs> Cow. Yes. Cow. Can you put it on the top of a shot of ranch dressing? Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to do that, but you could. Yeah, ranch is the best. It would definitely make the ranch better. Oh, you can't <laughs> possibly make ranch better. <laughs> it's perfection. Throw that. You know we have the National Mustard Museum here, Drew. No, but that's awesome. I'm a pretty big in mustard Madison, fan. In Madison, yeah, in Madison, Madison Mustard it's Museum. It's it's actually in Middleton, but. Part of Madison, basically. Middleton Mustard. It's called the National Mustard Museum. You can go in and you can sample mustards from all around the world, and you can buy mustard from fucking anywhere. That's pretty cool. Might might have to make a trip. <laughs> Pilgrimage. <laughs> we'll bring we'll bring the boys up sometime. Test some mustards. There you go. See which goes through the fastest. Man, I I like some mustard. Yeah, they'll they'll let you try tons and tons of mustard. You can sit there and sample just about anything. That's pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. So that's good stuff. All right. Uh, we had one other question that came in uh, from our buddy Ted. He was saying, he says, I, I see they're still yelling about tobacco shortages in Cuba, which you guys yeah. read about that. Um, and he was wondering, and I have no idea, so I hope you do, Mo. Uh, are they seeing any similar shortages through the Dominican Republic or Nicaragua or anywhere else? So this goes back um, basically everything that I've been saying for since I started Patina. I always try to use tobaccos that are readily available at the factory that I'm at. Yep. Um, and, you know, so for some people, I, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, depending on what you use, uh, depending on what factory you use, depending on the availability to you. Um, I think it's a very, maybe brand specific when you're talking about Dominican or Nicaragua, you know, 
Um, so you think there's going to be some some amount of shortage, but it it's going to depend a lot on who you work with as to whether you weather that shortage well or not. That a- absolutely, that? man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And not only that, but I mean, like, especially now that some factories are really concentrating more on their own stuff versus contract stuff, that's going to change the balance of what tobaccos are available and how much production you're going to be able to do and all of that. I think that's another thing people aren't talking about enough, you know? But there are also a lot of opportunities that are going to be open, I think, to what I think they call like Dominican and Nicaraguan New World cigars. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot more opportunities for quote unquote New World cigars in markets that typically were very hard to get into as uh, the Cuban stuff continues to spiral. I mean, at some point, and I don't care how much you might love Cuban cigars, but there's only so much bullshit you could deal with. Like, whether it's quality issues, pricing, or just a lack of availability before you say, you know what, what else is out there? And if you're a shop, you can't stay open if you have nothing to sell. It just doesn't work that way. So the question is, can you fill that Will people give you the opportunity to, which in my case would be probably not, but there will be other brands that will absolutely be able to step in and take advantage of this. I think the question you know? is going to be, can, can they convince consumers that it's worth trying? That's going to be the interesting question, right? I, I think more and more you're seeing an openness, man, because they're starting to see that, Hey, you know what? Some of these cigars are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think there's going to be really big opportunity for for brands that are big here to maybe um, make that make that leap and take and be able to fill some of that. Um, my my buddy that came from um, the United Arab Emirates for the show, uh, he had asked me if I wanted any Cubans, and I said, you know what, man, if they had because they have a La Casa del Habano, and I said, you know what, man, if they got those Bolivar you know, the Liberators, Libertador or whatever, I'll take some of those. He sent me a video of their shelves, and they literally had nothing. It was empty? Yeah, it looked like uh, the toilet paper and paper towel aisles during the beginning of COVID. Hmm. And I'm not exaggerating. I'll even send you guys a video. That's because Drew ordered right before you. Yeah, yeah, Drew, <laughs> Drew cleared them out. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a Cuban shortage because fucking this guy in uh, Oklahoma's been buying them all. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? If oh, somebody was just like, yeah, I bought them all. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that was the case. Be a power move, wouldn't it? Absolutely. But yeah, man. I mean, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see. Who steps in and gets the opportunity to fill those those uh, those gaps? Patina. Well, unfortunately, no one's heard of Patina in the U.S., so they've definitely not heard about it. 
in Europe. Actually, that's not true. I have had a few inquiries from Europe. People that have come here, tried it, and wanted to know where they can get it over there. And I'm like, yeah, you really get it here. <laughs> <laughs> but you have you have people you work with that will ship just about anywhere, don't you? Yeah, Oxford will ship to Europe. Uh, and that's why I directed that the guy. said, just in case somebody wants to order from wherever. Yeah, can- Canada, too. So. Oh, they do Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I know our Canadian friends have a very fucking hard time getting mm-hmm. people shipped yeah. there. It's such a pain in the ass. Canada's laws are such shit about it, but it makes it really hard to want to, you know? Do. A lot of work for, yeah. like, not much money, so why? Yep. Pretty much. A lot of risk, too, right? Because mm-hmm. everything else you send forever, they're going to fucking check it. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, well. Drew's how's, Drew, how's the prep work for the kids? Moving along. Pretty, uh, pretty good. Dresser. Dresser in there. Wife's been working on all the clothes. Dude, the amount of tags that are on kids' clothes. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she spent like a whole day just cutting tags off of clothes. Yep. Yeah. Um, we've got a uh, couple friend that they're also pregnant, and they're going to be a couple months behind us. So the girls got together and went to some, uh, I don't know, baby expo thing this weekend and bought a bunch more shit (laughs) bought some babies bought some baby shit (laughs) babies make a lot of shit we have a lot of it already um yeah going well though getting ready about eight weeks I mean, That's when we're gonna get real regular with podcasts. Yep. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are we are we allowed to talk about the big win that we scored? Uh, with the name. Yeah. You can try. Sure. Go for it. Well, I don't know. It's not my place to say. Oh, that wasn't official. Oh, was it? No. Oh. It it has been chiseled down though. Right. And oh. that is actually kind of on the table because I got to a couple of friends before she could and they're like we really like that name <laughs> how much you pay him uh, nothing that's what I did it was awesome man I would have though I would have Arnold is on the table I don't I don't see I had to give up Sly but uh it, <laughs> It, it did get it did get mentioned today actually at uh I would almost take Sylvester over Arnold though. You think so? I think so because Sly is such a badass name. That is pretty cool. You know. She had a uh um I don't know, somebody that does her hair or something, I don't know, a friend that they were messing around and she brought that up and she's like, you can't do that. That's an old man's name. She said, her which one? Arnold. What does she know? Well, eventually he'll be an old man. So (laughs) just grow into that. 
the the friends that we've actually told it to are actually really good friends. Several of them, really good friends, and they're like, "Arnold's awesome. That's awesome, Arnie, little Arnie. We're gonna call him that no matter what." <laughs> <laughs> so, i i told I told her if we go with something else, there's gonna be one day that comes that I'm gonna be like, "Hey, your name could be Arnold, but your mom didn't want it." <laughs> yeah, well, why the name you fucking Tyler? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're gonna have at least two Tylers coming at you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could be Arnold, but it, the second name is still undecided. The A name is undecided. So fair enough. <clears throat> I only see one option from this perspective. It's but... Arnold. Yep. We'll, we'll get there. I got eight weeks. <laughs> the power of persuasion. At just sl- subtle hints, man. Mm-hmm. Slowly been slipping it in there. And more and more people are like, I really like that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Very little downside risk. Huge upside gain. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of people that are probably naming Arnold these days, so he'd stick out just for that. Not to mention, he'd be named after one of the most iconic figures in history. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sure and have her listen to this part of the podcast this next week. Thanks, Mo. (laughs) Wait a minute. Nobody listens to this anyway. (laughs) I'll have her listen to this this part. Oh, well, hey. Our podcast oh, is gosh. is very exclusive. <laughs> sure is. That's that's what it really it comes down to. What are those other phrases people say when when their stuff isn't that popular, but they uh, want to make it look that popular? Right? Those who know know. Right? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not very popular, but we're gonna make it sound like you're awesome if you know about us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The exclusive Sultans of Smoke podcast. There is. It's a, it's a small club. Difficult entry. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's easy entry. It's difficult to leave because people, for some reason, seem to like, I don't know, like something about us. Hmm. It's the Hotel California of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think every now and then we do something really good. Oh, it's and they're like waiting for pretty, that to happen again. It's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rare occurrence. It's pretty rare. Our listens are pretty consistent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they listen and they're like, oh, is this cigar plugged? No. Yeah, this one is again. Throw this one away. Let's wait till the next one. Is this Ooh. one like a plugged cigar? No, this one actually draws okay. All right, let's do this one. <laughs> We're the Cuban cigars. <laughs> Every now and then. Yeah. Consistent, man. That's good. <laughs> yeah, except we podcast once every three weeks. Ah, uh, we'll get back on track. It's the summer. This happens every year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's very true. We'll see. Uh, we'll see in eight weeks. 
that'll be an adventure. Mm-hmm. Even with the best of intentions, that's going to be a tough one. I I might have to break away from my sanity, so it might yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, this section might pick off. <laughs> yeah, no, Probably we're the we're fucking podcasting, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't care what the fuck you guys got to yeah. do. We will be on, or I'll be talking to myself for an hour. <laughs> Is that all we had this week? That's all I got. We're going to have a shorty. I'll be in Nashville on Friday and Saturday. Smokers Abbey, if anybody uh, listens to our podcast, is a patron of those fine establishments. Somebody uh, does Gallatin there. in Nashville, so... When I was there, somebody knew about us. Yeah? Yeah. Really? That doesn't surprise me. Yes. I I don't know who it was, but somebody that worked there knew. Yeah. That store has turned into the Smoke Maniunk of uh, Tennessee. Nice. For Patina. That's good. Yeah. Cow, anything else? I had shit to begin with, I told you. Nice. There you go. Mo will plug something else. Oh, another thing. No, that's it. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's it was it. really funny. I actually reached out to several people to be like, what do you got for topics? We got like literally nothing this week, and they were all like, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> something about this week. Ain't nobody thinking about shit. Yeah. Nothing's going on in cigar world. Nothing, like nothing's happening anywhere. No. So, welcome to August. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the forgotten summer month. Yeah. Next week, then. Next week. Sounds good. You guys have a good night, boys. See ya. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.